Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan. Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds, a show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Clay Groves, chief executive fish nerd, licensed fishing guide, your best friend, and I'm on vacation! We are in Seattle, downtown Seattle at a hotel right now. I brought my family out to go to my sister's wedding and visit all kinds of peoples. And we're going to look for fishy stories for the next week. So with me today, I've got uh, Zoe Groves, chief uh, kid nerd correspondent. Hi, Zoe. Hi. How are you today? Good. Good. Sammy, how are you? I'm good. Good. Sammy is a kid correspondent, junior, junior. No, I'm fish... No, I'm Fishner Junior Junior. Junior Junior. And so what kind of fishy things do you think we're going to see in Seattle today? Well, I know we're going to go to Pike Place, which has people throwing fish. Yeah, so we're going to see fish throwing happen, right? Sam, what do you think? Um, I want to go to the Space Needle. What is fishy about the Space Needle? I don't know. I don't know. We, well, one of the magical things about being a fish nerd is we can find fish anywhere so we will find fish stories to tell stay with us this is going to be an ongoing audio journey podcast this week and we're so happy you're with us stick around you never know what you're going to hear see you soon bye girls bye adios we're at pike place market kristen what's happening here uh well we just went to the gum wall and uh, the fish, um, the fish throwing smells a whole lot better. If you can imagine fish smelling better than gum, um, that's that's how bad the gum wall smelled. So this is better. So we're getting ready to watch some fish throwing. So are you ready to take some slow motion video? Definitely. Definitely. Sam, what's going to happen here? So um, people are going to be. Thro- Nothing happened. Nothing happened. What are they going to do? I don't know. They're going to throw fish. <laughs> I think they're going to throw salmon. No, we're just going to report to you. Yeah, yeah, we're doing like an audio journal. You have a bag. Why is my bag better than yours? 22 out of this one. 22 out of this one. What just, what just happened, Sam? So, um, they just threw a fish. Yep. Yeah. And then why? Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure why. They just did. All right. Well, I want to I eat some fish. Do you want to eat some fish? No, I don't like fish. Zoe, do you want to eat some fish? Yes, definitely. What uh, uh, I don't know. Some... Let's figure I'm thinking about that Dungeness crab, but... That's not fish. It's true. I'm thinking about eating it. Jumbo shrimp cocktail. Guys, time for a little snack? Yeah, I'm thinking about the Dungeon's Crab. You want to get Dungeon's Crab? It's alright. It's alright. Crab cocktail! Crab cocktail! 
up, Zoe. Grab a cocktail. Ready? Well, I want you to taste it. And tell me what you think. It's good, right? Mm -hmm, it's cold, but good. All right. I had a fork. I had a fork. You had a fork. It's I in your hand, right here. That was right here. All right, let's get out of this line. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah. All right. So yeah, this is a um, salmon, a spawning salmon. Yeah. He's made out of a rake, and then these are cut. These are cut out of um, propane tanks. His head, and there's a hoe. <laughs> and then here's a little fish in my pelican's mouth. That I don't know what's made out of. And this, <laughs> this. Let's see. Where was that other? Oh, this guy is made out of wheelbarrows. Here's the wheelbarrow fish. Right, I was looking at that cut yeah. up wheelbarrow earlier. Yeah, it's and there's, so cool there's, and the, he is made out of um, a rake again, and um, he's also a he's a jumping salmon. Totally is. And now, so your name is Pam, right? Yes, my name is Pam. Um, I have the Haystack Company in Startup Washington. And do you have a website? Um, on Facebook. And do you have a Facebook page for this? Yes, yes. So we can share this. People they, they can yes. and, and they can can they can they buy your art online or do you just have to come uh, here and get it? They have to come out and get it. It's worth the trip and they can stay here because you have an Airbnb, which is fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now so you you're a self taught welder, welder badass, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, how did you teach yourself to weld? Just went out there and started up. I weld all with a torch so I'm able to bend and cut and weld together all with with the acetylene oxygen so yeah and so why fish it's a popular thing out in the northwest fish it is the culture yeah it's the culture out here that's cool and you do do people like it they buy a lot of it yeah 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 they can identify that it's something different than they will see anywhere else yeah. well i mean i love about the wheelbarrow one especially is when you cut it with a torch, it changed the colors on it, exactly. and it gave it that really kind of, almost looks like, like it's in spawning mode. It picked up all those sockeye looks. Right, know? and plus it's not flat, flat. Right. With a wheelbarrow, you get a little curvature to it, and um, yeah. It's fun. I think it's a great use of recycled materials as well. That's so what we do here. Yeah. Repurpose, recycle. That's fabulous. Well, great. That's so cool. Thanks, Pam. Oh, no, thank uh, you. And we'll put pictures up at our Facebook page okay. and look to yours, and you'll be famous. Uh, <laughs> Sam, what do you think of this place? Awesome. Awesome. Favorite, what's your favorite thing about it? The cat. The cat. How about you, Zoe? What's your favorite thing? Well, I think everything here is just cool. Uh -huh. I love all the welded things. Yeah, I do too. As of now, I really like the dragonfly. Yeah, it's made out of a knife and... Well, not made out of forks. Forks. It's stained glass. Yeah. It's so clever. Thanks. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Name? I'm Connor Kaysen with Find Me in Seattle. And what's your project about? Uh, right now we're here at the espresso stand filming for the Evergrey, uh, which is an email newsletter in Seattle and with partnership with Get Around Car Rental. Get Around is an Airbnb for your car and we're taking a trip to Leavenworth with a promotion of all the local businesses on the way. That's so cool. You know, 20 years ago, they would have called that a zine. Now we got a, now we got email newsletters, yeah, right? So yeah. That's a long way. Someone should start something called a zine. Yeah. I feel like that could come back. 
we can make it a thing. We can definitely we'll make collaborate. it a thing. Cool. So are you, yeah, you just, you yeah. got it on the road yeah. and you just document the whole process? We're doing like a, uh, yeah, we're documenting our whole trip. Yeah, you know? yeah but, of course. <laughs> That's what I'm doing too. Yeah. No, do you fish? Uh, not a lot. I've got uh, my uh, in-laws live on the beach in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so I've done some fishing on the beach out there, but not, I'm not a regular fisher, unfortunately. No, not around here, everywhere I go, that's all people seem to talk about is fish. It's so fish? It's, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of good fishing around. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much access to nature around yeah, here. Yeah, it's so cool. It's, and nature out here is so much bigger than where we are, so it's neat to so see So where are you it. from? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, so we're, in the, we're mountain people, but it's just different than the mountains here are bigger. Yeah. So. How'd you end up out here? You just wanted to go on an adventure? No, my sister's getting married out in Twisp. And okay. So we're heading out. So, cool. yeah. They, uh... Following your lead with the podcast, you guys gonna start your own show? I've tried. You tried. <laughs> she's a she's a correspondent for uh, for my show. She's oh, the chief that. chief kid correspondent, and this is Sammy. She's I'm Fishner Junior Junior. Junior Junior. Thank you very much. Here, I'm just gonna take one. All right, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate right, we'll it. We'll see you on the road. Yeah, great to meet you. <laughs>
I mean, you can't avoid the fish. But so, so for a state that loves fish, so on my assumption, and if anyone wants to call in and fill me in, I'll be talking to a guide tomorrow who will help. Um, my assumption is the rules are complicated because they're, I'm hoping, because they're really good at managing their fish. Um, and I'm sure that's a controversial statement, <laughs> but uh, we shall see. But here's the cool thing, and this, this is what I really like about Washington State, is even though the rules are complicated, and I always tell people this about any rule book, is when they think rules are hard, is, is you don't have to memorize. I'm a guide in New Hampshire. I don't memorize fishing rules unless I have to. What I do is I know how to use books, right? But using a book, if you're out fishing, is hard because you're fishing. But now we all have smartphones on us. And the Washington State has this great app um, called Fish Washington, which is basically a GPS-functioning uh, rule book. So I'm opening it now. And I just opened it. And immediately the GPS function pings in onto where my car is parked. And if I zoom in, uh, it has like a Google Maps on it. It looks like Google Maps. If I zoom in on the river, touch it with my thumb, it tells you the name of the river. So I'm at the Methow Creek. By the way, it's spelled M-E-T-H-O-W. Oh, sorry, Methow River. Um, and it tells you right where you're at. Um, it has a section of the river laid out, so if you have to double-check the book, you can. And then you click on that, and it tells you the rules of that section of river. So, like, where my hotel room was, that river's closed to fishing. I don't know why. Now I'm a half mile away, and it's open to fishing. Um, but it's, I don't have to know this. So it says, Selective Gear Rules, Columbia River Salmon, a Steelhead Endorsement, Internal Combustion Motors Prohibited, Two Poles, Not Allowed. Right? So... I don't have a Columbia River salmon head and steelhead endorsement, uh, so I can't fish this section of the river. I have a regular generic general fishing license. I have to pay like $18 more to fish here. I think that's what that means. But at least I know now, right? As I scroll down, all game fish in this, in this river section are catch and release. The season is Saturday before Memorial Day to September 30th. So if I had that endorsement, I could fish here. Uh, whitefish rules. These are mountain whitefish, which is a fish we do not have back home, which I really would love to catch while I'm out here. Daily limit, 15. And whenever I see daily limit of 15, I think there must be a lot of them. So I would like to catch a lot of them. Um, and whitefish are not considered a game fish, apparently, because, um, the whitefish rules are here. And other game fish, you cannot catch any other game fish besides, um... Oh, all game fish are closed December 1st to February. So I'm going to click on the whitefish gear rules here and tell you what that means. Fishing gear is restricted to one single point hook, maximum hook size, 316 point to shank, uh, hook size 14, and bait is allowed. So in this section of the river, if I am targeting uh, whitefish, I can use bait, you know. And, and But anyway, it's really cool. So I'm going to do is take a drive around and try to find a spot I can fish with my fishing license I'm holding. And I will uh, report back. But right here, I do not have that endorsement. And um, I don't want to break the rules. By the way, I'm in my in my rental car right now. And there are deer just kind of sitting all around me. So it's kind of a neat place. If I was a hunter, I would, I would eat these. Okay. We will uh, catch up soon. Bye-bye.
All right, kids. I am at Davis Lake, still in the Winthrop area of Washington State. Uh, and this lake is a lake that's actually, I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm 90% sure that this is a managed lake that's managed specifically for firefighting. So this this part of Washington State is prone to firefighters, uh, firefighters, forest fires. Last year, a big forest fire whipped through here. And I'm seeing fish rising, by the way, which is really exciting. Um, <laughs> and uh, what happens is, is they come out here and they scoop water out of the lake with big helicopters. And they use them putting out fires. Um, I always wonder, too, like, do fish get sucked up in these things? Like, what other impacts do they have? Um, but I checked the regulations, and it's just general fishing rules. So all kinds of fishing is fair game here. And there's a big kiosk here that says, Special fishing gear restrictions apply to these waters. Check your fishing pamphlet for current regulations. And, of course, the book does not list any special regulations, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but it looks like there are cutthroat trout in here. Um, there's a big sign <laughs> with a picture of a cutthroat on it. So I'm hoping, uh, maybe to get lucky catching that. Another funny thing, I've been talking to a lot of fishers here in Washington and they only seem to know about, uh, salmonids. They don't seem to care about, uh, any other species of fish. Cause asking about like, uh, different minnows and different other things people might catch and people just look very confused by that so um we shall see i will uh i will report back okay so been throwing flies for about an hour at davis lake here still at winthrop washington winthrop and these fish hate me so much <clears throat> I've been uh, throwing woolly buggers, top water, sinking things, all kinds of stuff. And I don't know what these fish want me to do. They hate me so much. I see them jumping, eating, doing fishy things. So I switch. I've been throwing a spoon now for the last 15 minutes, thinking maybe a spoon would work. Put the fly right away. Got a spoon. Nothing. So I'm about to give up. I wish I had worms, and that's where I'm at. I wish I had worms. So, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. I'm going to do another half an hour of this. If I catch a fish, I'm going to push record. At least we'll hear it. <laughs> Maybe I'll take some pictures. But it is beautiful out here. I see fish still jumping everywhere. Think, think about to get a fish. Stay with me. That one. That one. Got a fish. I don't know what it is. It doesn't like being on a hook. Not jumping or anything. Maybe I got a log. Got to jump. Got to jump. Got a jumper. Come on, buddy. It's not big, but here it comes. Oh, I hope it's something new. 
Rainbow? I think rainbow. Rainbow. You hear it? That's success. Okay, get my camera, take the pictures. Got a rainbow trout. Okay, so that was super cool. I caught a, a rainbow trout <laughs> on Davis Lake up here in Washington. Whew. Yep, got him on the spoon. Uh, and I let him go. He's fine, I hope. Uh, more fishing to come, you guys. But I had a great time, and I'll report back. Okay, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Okay, so we're sitting here, uh, Davis Lake in Winthrop, Washington. We were here yesterday, and I caught a rainbow trout on a spoon, and I got home. I was so proud of it. I was talking about it, and I read the rule book wrong, and I caught it wrong. What did I do wrong, Zoe? You forgot to crimp the barb. I forgot to crimp the barb off the hook. I guess the, the phrase special rules means no barbs on your hooks. So the fish I caught yesterday did not count, even though I took a photo of it. It, did not, it never happened. Today we're going to get it right. Now today I can't fish yet because I don't have a fishing license anymore. My license expired. So Zoe, you need to make this happen. What is your strategy today? Just to cast the rod and see if we can catch a fish. Yeah. We're going to be using a, 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 a spoon with a single hook. Uh, that has bar no barb on it, and we are seeing... Are you seeing fish in the water? Definitely. They're, they're leaping out of the water, and they're rising. Like, so they are leaping, literally 100% of their body out of the water in a big arch. It's fabulous. And what is our target species? Cutthroat trout or something new. Yes, anything new would be really great. We got a rainbow yesterday... A cutthroat or even a cut bow, a hybrid, would be really cool, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's do this. All right, we'll report back. Stay tuned. Okay, we're still here. We made about 30 or 40 casts. Zoe, what, what went wrong today? Well, the reel that Dad brought with was a dud. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just all... I can't turn the crank. What else? Um, the lure Dad brought was a dud. And the lure doesn't work. And also the, the lures... I bought hooks to put on my other spoons, and the eyes on the hooks are too small to go in the split ring, so we can't switch those out, right? Mm-hmm. So. Everything went wrong. Yeah, but it's pretty... <laughs> so yeah, it's gorgeous out. <laughs> All right, we're, we're gonna, we will catch fish today. We're going out with a guide this afternoon, and that... He knows what he's doing. I, I hope so. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah. It wouldn't be a licensed fishing guide if he didn't. Huh, interesting point. All right, we'll be in touch. Go ahead, come up and hit this pattern right here. 
What pattern is that? It's called the Fuzzy Wuzzy. It's fuzzy in that, Wuzzy. In that uh, chubby Chernobyl ant pattern uh, family. Fuzzy Wuzzy uh -huh. wasn't Fuzzy Wuzzy. But yeah, that was some of the first steelhead I started skating on. And that's one of the most incredible ways to catch a steelhead. On a Fuzzy Wuzzy? Uh, on the skate. Yeah. Skated surface fly, because they will they'll put on some acrobatic displays. The first one I ever skated up was just two runs down here. And it came up uh, six or eight different times for me. Back flipping, front flipping, uh, cartwheeling, doing 360s. It face smashed the fly so hard one time, it knocked it a few feet away from itself. Those good beginner holes I train people on sometimes because the strike zone's close. Jeez, they're sticking with us though. Yeah. Shoot. I'm gonna go dive in that water maybe. Alright, so I'm, I'm recording now. So uh, so we're out here with Leaf. What's your last name? Seaberg. Seaberg, and it's uh, Methow Fishing Adventures. Adventures. Yeah. Your website is Methow Fishing Adventures? Uh, yeah, you can find me. You know that way, but uh, the the site is uh, flyfishersproshop.com, okay. and you can find the blog uh, that I write on some of the uh, backcountry and other stuff around here, and the, the podcast version of our weekly radio broadcast. Cool, which I've heard. So I'm excited yeah. about this. And it's funny uh, story, and you saw this story. We were, I was messaging Leaf uh, on Facebook trying to set something up, and then we were in buffet line on my sister's wedding. Yeah. And you're right behind me. So. Small world. It really is a small yeah. world. So that's how we were able to get this worked out. So well, that's, how, that's how it works a lot for me around here. Just word of mouth from yeah. folks that, you know, it's a small town yeah. in, the, in a small world here. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's how it is where I am too. We're up in the White Mountains and it's not that different. And I'm going to tell you, like, I've been, I've been bragging about our mosquitoes in New Hampshire. Yeah. And I have not seen any mosquitoes in Washington until now. And now I'm like... Okay, this rivals what we deal with. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know if. I mean, black flies are worse. They're not. They're not big, but we we've got good numbers here today, as ah, you can see. No joke. <laughs> I know. I'm actually just my feet in the water, get them yeah, off my let's ankles. Get out there and, and, and get in the water. All right, we'll report else. back. <laughs> All right, this fishing adventure so far so good. We're in. Uh, Crisp Washington. I don't know the name of the river, but it looks like any clear river in New England. Like if you transplanted this river up to New Hampshire, uh, it would fit right in. And we're fishing for cutties, which are cutthroat trout. But we could catch a rainbow, salmon, steelhead. One never knows. And Zoe's been learning to cast. Leaf is doing a good job teaching her, and she's doing an exceptional job listening, which uh, makes a big difference. And the mosquitoes are are just like New Hampshire here. So we're, we're feeling right at home. We're getting eaten alive. So what do you think about uh, the casting so far? I think it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, how would you compare this to like New Hampshire waters? The same. Yeah, looks the same. Feels the same? Yeah. yeah. Mosquitoes making you comfortable? No. I thought there were no mosquitoes in Washington. Yeah, we've, we've been corrected. They can stay home. Yeah, we were bragging about our mosquitoes, now we're not. 
we're humbled. You can take ours with you. Well. You can have a battle of the mosquitoes back home. <laughs> See who's your tougher, Washington or your guys'? I don't know. I mean, Washington's like New Hampshire on steroids. So if you took the White Mountains where we live and blew them up, we would yeah. be here. All right, Zoe. All right. You ready for another round here? Yeah. So let's try this spot just a second longer and then we'll move down just a little bit. Okay. All right. Dad, move. I'm moving. So, do you want me to do the circle thing or just the back yep. and forth? Do the circle and then your back pass. The circle gets you pointed where you want to go. And back cast stretches you out just as far as you want to be. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Good. Now let's do this. Let's get a bunch. We're using this topwater bug and it's kind of a sight fishing game. And we'll just do the, the skating part. I'm going to put you out there just a little further, but then you're going to do the skating. All right, Zoe, now we're gonna move down, but I want you just to leave it in the water. So I'm gonna kind of help you. You keep your eye on that, and we can work our way back out to longer line. So now let's go down just a little and out just a little. Down Okay, out just a little, right about there. Now do your circle, and then try to back cast right up there. Dad, move. Well, he's all right. I'm as all long right. as we're on your left, we should be okay. I thought I was supposed to cast over there. Yep. No, yeah, kind of. You're alright. Don't cast so far that we're going to be in your way. There you go. Good job. There it is. Watch that bug. That kind of cast, it's going to get eaten. There you go. There you go. Good job, Zoe. I so bad want to see a fish grab it. <laughs> uh-huh. The one that likes to live down here is about 19, you know, to 20, mid 20 inch fish usually. And these cutthroat at that size are just amazing looking. And I've never seen a cutthroat, so I'm really... Oh, they get that big lipstick red slash, cool. their namesake. And uh, they are uh, generally a green back and uh, yellow side and a red belly. There you go. Now let's just kind of follow it down. And is these barbless hooks? Yeah, so it's, you know, it's challenging because you gotta keep that tension on. Luckily Zoe's got some fishing experience, so. She's got 12 years, she's 12 years old, has 12 years experience, so. All right, <laughs> she's hardcore, just like my boys. All right, same thing, same angles. You can see we're just kind of slowly working our way, good job watching your fly. Slowly working our way down. How old down. are your kids? Uh, my boys are 10 and 12. Oh, that's same really as my close. Kids. Yeah, nine yeah. And yeah, there's some crazy dudes. Never get, get up to New Hampshire in the wintertime. I'll take you out for a really cool uh, ice fishing experience. I would love to try to get over that yeah. way. Oh, you're all right. Good job. That's good. I looked where I was going. A little slower on that cache. You'd go a little further. Okay. I have a rock in my shoe, Dad. Let's, can you hold? No, can you hold there you go. Here? Hold on to your dad's arm really quick. I'll show you guys a cast to the other side. We're almost done with this one, and we'll move on. Take notes. Uh, what a. You're fine. What I do is called skating a lot of the times. And I'll set up a drift like I'm gonna swing a streamer, basically. But as you can see, then I'm popping my fly across the surface, almost like a bass popper. It looks like it. Almost like a zero spook. I love the spooks. 
and it's this gets an incredible reaction out of fish as you can imagine you will see full full body jump um, and in the fall it's really good and in the spring it's a really effective way to fish because spring you're you're giving them a second look at it uh, when the water's faster and in the fall you've got the steelhead and the more aggressive fish uh, midsummer, the water's so low, they just want to see a dead drift. Yeah. Now, are you aiming for that, like, pocket water behind Exactly. Just trying for a couple pops in that, and then I'll just get it across the, uh, the waves, and then try a couple on this side. Woo, I got a You can tell you've been fly fishing a long time. <laughs> What's that? You can tell you've been fly fishing a long time. Uh, you also have a fisheries degree, right? Yeah. I've I graduated from the Bellingham Technical School uh, with an associate's in, in fisheries and stream management, uh, a certificate in uh, uh, fish culture. So you get and, to claim expertise in a lot of levels. Yeah. Now I'm managing the, the hatcheries program, or the uh, Yakima's hatchery program up here in the Methow Basin. So you don't, you're not a, are you a full-time guide plus that, or do you? Uh, I'm as close to full-time as I can manage. Yeah. It's, it's a short, condensed season. Yep. Uh, if it's just trout here, there's yeah. just segments to it uh, without steelhead. Um, ordinarily, I would guide five to seven months out of the year and then work full time. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's, uh, it's a busy, busy schedule. It's, it's, fun, it's like this community for the most part. Most people around here do multiple things to pay the bills. That's how I work five part-time jobs to pay my bills, so I, I get it. If you want to live someplace beautiful, there's generally a sacrifice. Yeah, like we, call it, we call it the Valley Tax where we live. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Totally. Still a valley here. Still a valley here, yeah. yeah. That's what we call it. The Valley Tax. Yeah. Every valley you need to work for Oh, did you see that? I did, yeah. yeah. We had a hit. We had a hit. Did you see that, Zoe? Yeah. We'll follow up. I don't think I pricked him at all. Better? <laughs> nope, I think he just missed. Yeah, I didn't feel anything. Watch this, Zoe. About to get him. He's hungry now. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it. Sometimes you catch a bad edge. I got dumped there somehow. Let's head down to the next run. All right. Where's our gear? Are we up there? Inside, right up in there where it's soft. And then over there on the outside, they need uh, a big rock to make a resting place. Mm -hmm. If you look around a little Grab bit, my back our golden stone is the is really the the meat and potatoes of the river. The shuck should be around. They just kind of started, so it's just a few. And we get, and here we go. Yeah, so in New Hampshire we have one that looks very, very similar. I think it's called Perliday. Uh-huh. And uh beautiful. So that's the golden, and there's like six or seven subspecies of that golden stone fly here. And uh, the biggest one overlaps with the biggest caddis in the fall, late summer. The golden stone is peaking in late August as the uh, October caddis yeah. starts in September. For, for us here, the strongest part of that is in September. Good. Yeah. Those are the, 
Those are the stock up and get fat before winter bugs for our fish. And I love a fish that's stocking up before winter. <laughs> oh yeah. That pocket looks like the, exactly the same thing, just moved right. here, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got a nice inside piece here that's almost undetectable in the drop that it takes right there. Mm -hmm. And so it's really good until about, you know, this point, this point here, and then it starts to kind of get what we call conflicted flow on the inside right there, kind of a back eddy, turbulence waves. But about that point, the far side, left bank, river left, uh, starts to get some really good big round stones by about the time you get about two thirds the way down. That's, it's either this, this corner or that corner, kind of. So you know where they live. Oh yeah. yeah, and it's, with West Slope Cutthroat, they live their whole life in one to two miles of stream, usually one pocket. They go upstream to spawn in a tributary and they come right back. And they, so they don't have that spawning urge that like rainbows have, right? They, to travel, they just have their little not section. Not far, they're yeah. gonna go about like, some of these guys are going to go about a handful of miles up into the twist, one of its tributaries, and spawn up mm -hmm. there probably. And what's this river's name? This is the Methow. Methow. Yeah. And Methow is like that worst name to read out loud the first time. It's M-E-T-H-O-W, yeah. and we're like Methow, Methow, yeah. you know, yeah. it's Methow. Yeah, it means uh, doorman or uh, entryway kind of Perfect. to uh, the valley, I take it. And twist is uh, native for wasp. I knew, I heard that. Come on out. Yeah. Larry. Going out there. Let's we can do some more. Yeah, and all the brown rocks are always slippery. Yeah. You know, the last time we were I out there. I call that rock snot. They have it in the lake. Yeah. I just call it rock snot. And when I had my friends on the boat. salmon snot. When we had it on the boat, I did it. All right. Let's give the same thing a try again here. Draw your circle. Then extend it with your back cast. Watch yourself. Taking your time. Good job. You ever hook your dog? Uh, only a couple times and she learned quick. She hooked herself on a pole that was uh, leaning against the rig up at one of the lakes and drug it down the road in a panic. <laughs> and so that kind of instilled the fear in Good. her. Good job, Zoe. That's right, way to watch your bug. Good follow through, follow you all the way through. <laughs> all right, take a couple steps out. Got it. There you go, right there. Right there? Yeah, right there. Again. Just get comfortable again and then do your cast again. Good job, good that job. Better. <laughs> I yeah. didn't cast myself. There you go, looking good. Good, take a little bit of, a little bit more line out. Three feet, maybe. Yeah, it's a buggy pattern. Makes me want to go back to New Hampshire and try that on our on our trout. Well, I've had a lot of people, yeah, take these bugs home and have success on their home water with this pattern. Yeah. Well, the fish don't know where they live; they just know they want to eat. So. Yeah. Well, and this is not a match the hatch pattern. This no. is this is what we call the. Uh, the uh, instigator or the the floating cheeseburger yeah a big piece oh, of foam like, right like wonder bread yeah, exactly yeah it's just a basic attractor it just can't help but love orange and uh, purple yeah. purple's another hot one for cutthroat there you go yeah, for rookies we're into hot pink a lot that's our yep. our go-to yeah. yeah i don't like pink normally but yeah. <laughs> i know it took me a while to fish some pink patterns just because it's not my favorite color, but it's not about us, is it? Nope, it's about catching the fish.
uh, swing it a few times and then take two steps down and repeat until you've chopped up the entire run. Know what a streamer is with the streamer. Streamer's like a, a like a woolly bugger. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've tied woolly buggers. The ones that okay. swim underwater and oh, look kind of like okay. a fish. Where these kind of look like a grasshopper, maybe if anything. If anything. Those look like a fish. You got ones that look like flying bugs, ones that look like crawling, floating bugs. Now the pond we were on this morning, the uh, fish were lined up under the tree eating things. Ants. And so something ants. like this under that tree or yeah. ant under the tree would Willows. do really well. Yeah. Probably under the weeping willow. Yeah, yeah they, they have a sweet sap and so they attract ants. I used to have a pond at my old house and this one brown would just just cruise circles underneath just sipping oh. ants from the tree. I always thought it'd be fun to hang a, because um, I have a property on a waterfront property, to hang a bug like those blue bug zappers yeah. over the water yeah. and just have it and constantly just, chumming yeah. one spot. Oh, and they'd figure it out too. They'd oh, yeah. just be They'll line right out up, right? underneath that thing. Yeah. And they go Small out there in the morning and more. dab a fly in. Yeah, that's right. So that's one of the things that your circle one is for. So sometimes your first one will do it, sometimes it won't. So you do another one. You get it farther away yeah. from you. Yeah, Got exactly. It. And slowly kind of walk it away from yourself with those circles. Good job. You yeah. just sped up your back cast a little, mm -hmm. but other than that, because you're keeping good angles and following through, it's working out. Flip over, fly. There we go. You want to see his little white hat. Make sure you see that white part on top. It's parachute. I'll tell you that he's right side up. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Being a little stubborn on this one too. Let's uh oh oh, oh that was a hit. There I you saw go. <laughs> there you go. Keep twitching it. Keep, yep, see how it. it was right after your twitch? Yeah. Take another two steps. Did you see that Zoe? Yeah. It wasn't huge, but it was it was yeah. biting. That's the important bit. part. Ah. It was ready to shake a stick. Yeah, and fish have terrible aim anyway, so it's not necessarily going to be <laughs> Well, in this one, sometimes you're not gonna get those little guys. And really their their tactic is to eat the legs off something and disassemble it. They'll, yeah. little fish like that'll split a grasshopper like an eight piece chicken. <laughs> there you go, so not quite as, as hard with your twitch, Zoe, yeah. but keep doing what you're doing. Give it another cast. Good job, way to watch that back cast. Yeah, and so rather than pull it back, just go up here. Oh. That way you don't get stuck, so real light, real gentle, like you're beating eggs. There's a bowl of eggs at the end of your rod. I beat hard. <laughs> there you go. You don't want to get stuck back behind yourself. You got to have some room left to set the hook. All right, take another handful. Five more steps. There you go. Uh, so what's a bull trout? A bull trout is a big char, a big, big relative of the brook trout, nice. and. Here on the Methow, the biggest one I've heard of uh, measured at our trap up the Twist River was a 46-inch fish. Beautiful. That's a huge fish. Yeah, they just eat other fish once they get uh, uh, bigger than about 16 inches. It's a diverse family, you know, oh, and sure. it's on both sides of the continent. Well, you know, your lake, lake trap, which is one of our exactly, fisheries, uh, yeah. that's a char. And, and technically brookie are too. Absolutely. Yeah. Not a trout. Not a true trout. Although I'm not clear the difference still. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've been trying no, to figure it all, out. And they're I'm all like, related way back there. They're so all Samanage, right? It's kind of a, a moot point. Well, you guys have whitefish here too, right? Correct. Mountain whitefish? Yes. And so whitefish we have in New Hampshire, of Lake and... Yes, uh, the lake white, Great Lake whitefish. So we have lake whitefish, which are near extinct, and we also have... Um, oh, that's a bummer. ...round whites. Another fuse tank. Yeah, he told me about that. Catching all kinds of crazy fish and eating them. <laughs> yeah, whitefish is the only one I haven't got. We actually have a very good uh, Great Lakes whitefish uh, fishery in Banks Lake here, one of the yeah. big reservoirs off the Columbia. I know that you can't do requests with things in, out of New Hampshire, so it, you caught water when you have first quest. Gotcha. Yeah. So the quest is in New Hampshire. I still want to catch one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also noticed I was reading the bag limits on, on whitefish is like 25 a day. I mean, yeah, is there like a I, huge population? It's a healthy population. It's more of an old, uh, it, that's kind of an old regulation. And people don't, it's not a popular fishery anymore. Mm -hmm. I think if there were a lot of people taking advantage of it, it would be, it, it, they would have to lessen that. I bet if people knew they were uh, Samanids, they would go after more. Yeah, but, uh, they just... They don't know anything about them. Yeah, there's a, there's a... People don't... They turn their nose up at them like, yeah. like a lot of coarse fish. Yep. Like, um, for, like, fall fish? Yeah, in New Hampshire, we have fall fish, huge minnows. Uh-huh. And they're, like, the, the byproduct of fishing in our right. rivers, and they fight like any, any trout you ever totally. caught. And people hate them. And Why don't you let me fish this one out real quick, yeah, and then we will uh, we'll head down to my house and try that spot. Sounds great. My fingers hurt now. You're doing a great job. Quickly. Yeah, you're doing a really good job. You're doing a really good job. If, if you had a, a chance to spend the whole day with me in my boat, we'd definitely have you in a bunch of fish the way you're fishing. So I want you to watch what he's doing here. Just giving him a second look. That's a little fast up there. Oh, oh, I saw him hit it. <laughs> Did you see guy. it, Zoe? Yeah. It's that same one, still yeah. chasing. There he is again. <laughs> I saw him jump out of the water. Did you see it, Zoe? Not that one. Good dolphin jump. Whole fish came out of the water. I'm watching this time. Well, he didn't actually hit it. He just jumped over it. Yeah, he never really got a piece of it. I saw him again. <laughs> I saw that tiny one. one. He's a little. He's like seven inches. Yeah, if that. If that. Five inches. So that's what a steelhead will do, though. A three-foot-long steelhead. We'll just jump right over it. Yeah. Leaf, how long have you been guiding? About 10 years now. 10 years is a good long time. Yeah. What got you in it? Uh, you know, I kind of guided unofficially as a kid. Uh, my family would come into town from California or whatever, and my dad just always had me fishing with him, and he was one of the first fishing guides here, and I was like, like Zoe, I was like his boat boy, and uh, so, same way I could give an adult advice on how to how to fish and get them into fish and when I came back from college um, some younger guys were asking 
if uh, you know if they could use some of my accesses and, and my my drift boat or you know would need some help making their operation work and eventually you know they'd ask me a couple times if I wanted to and long story short I finally caved and and uh, found it to be a very pleasant experience I wasn't sure what it would be like I yeah. now is there New Hampshire's a very intensive program to become a guide it's a huge intensive thing what's it like out here I wouldn't call it intensive it's uh, uh, you have to have uh, insurance, you have to have business license, you have to have, uh, you know, first aid training, and that's pretty much it. So New Hampshire's a three-hour oral board. you got to be, like, prove you're an expert outdoorsman, navigator, yeah. rescuer. you got to be able to manage a uh, backwoods rescue using lat and longitude and the whole right. thing. And it's, yeah. like, impossible almost no, to get the license. So there's, it's, uh, it's pretty much just if you're not a good guide, then people figure it out. Yeah, I've always thought that market would solve that problem all by itself. Yeah, no, yeah. the free market solves a lot of that here. You don't see... Uh, you, you, don't, won't, you won't you, last 10 years if you suck at no, it. No, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got companies that have got a reputation for a reason. Yeah, Yeah, New Hampshire, it's hard to get in. doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. It's right, just hard. Yeah. To, it's a lot yeah. of work. Stay yeah. right where you're at, Zoe. You're kind of starting to zero in on the spot there. So just keep working that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So don't even. Yeah. There you go. Right there. Just straight across. Beautiful. Perfect. That's perfect. They're right on the edge there, point Zoe. At it. Yeah. Point at it. Good. So you want to twitch, and then pause, and twitch, twitch, pause. Ones, twos, and threes. Make up your own numbers. However many times you want to do it. Try walking down a little bit more. I think we could still have fish below us today on this one. All right, so Leaf is piggybacking Zoe across some deep, turbulent water right now to get her to the fishing spot. Now, that's a guide. Um, I'm hoping for a fall. She is not. I am not. I'm going to hang back here and watch from far away. All right, I'm not, just going to update you. About halfway across the stream, about waist deep in heavy, heavy current, carrying $400 worth of recording gear. Scared the hell out of me. I'm going to drop it. <laughs> oh shit! Excuse me. So, my my uh, method for walking across the river is one foot at a time. Don't move the other foot until the first foot is planted. This is so dumb. I'm gonna regret this. Uh. All right, made it to the spot. We had one fish swipe at it so far. Yep. We're in there. What's called the the kiddie pool here, which is a big eddy right behind Leaf's house. So he's working that fly like a pro. Yeah, just let it drift. And Blue is not happy. Yeah. Like, I should be included. Oh, she sees the neighbors. She's still sticking up for us even though we're out here. Good job, Blue. All right, so we took the skunk. Sometimes even the best guides <laughs> can't get us amateurs on fish. We saw probably seven or eight strikes. Uh, we think they were cutties, mostly really small fish. But man, we learned a lot. And 
Now the trick is getting back to shore without dropping my recording gear <laughs> in the river. Uh, if that happens, it's all for nothing because you won't hear this. Uh, they're not. They're still kind of fishing the shallows while I'm trying to cross the river. So maybe we'll get lucky while I get across. They'll maybe get a fish. Stay with me. I'm a great time. If you're in the Twisp, Washington area, uh, this is the place to be. <clears throat> so beautiful here. And this is forest fire country, so last year forest fires stripped through this whole part of the state and just destroyed it. But it's coming back, and that's part of the natural process. But if you own a house here and you lost it to the fire, that's not comforting. <laughs> Holy smokes, I am in the heavy current right now. If I drop this, I'm going to need more Patreon supporters because that's almost $500 <laughs> worth of gear in my left hand. <laughs> I'm a little spooked out right now. I need waterproof uh, recording gear. <clears throat> Almost there. I got about 25 feet to go, and it's the heaviest of the current. It is ripping through here. Yeah. Whew. No waiting stick for me because I'm stupid or tough. I don't know the difference. Almost there. I think we're going to make it. Water's now ankle deep. If I fall now, it's just because I'm clumsy, not because of the current. Ah. Made it. Made it. Woo -hoo. Well, and that was so fun. Yeah. So fun. I learned so much. Well, I'm glad we at least did that for you. You know, you win some, you lose some yeah. when it comes to fishing. Yeah, usually for me, it's lose something. You learned fly fishing? What, what was your big learn today? Um, how to really, like, I don't know, I, like casting and... The moving in the water and how to cast. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Yeah, you did well at casting and the the twitch, the skating technique, you did really well at. Yeah. Now I want to try that technique on bass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that and if you guys try that on your Atlantic salmon when they're first arriving. Ah, I'm in. Cool, thanks. You bet. Hi, I'm Zoe. Um, and here's... Alright, so we just finished finished our fishing trip we took the skunk and I so they have a saying in fishing what's the saying I'm not really when actually you don't sure catch, when you don't catch any fish fishing they say that's why they call it fishing right I actually don't like fishing really no I hate it I like catching and I hate that sentence more than anything <laughs> now I had a really good time and the fact we didn't catch any fish has nothing to do with our guide whatsoever. No, it was just, it was just, just kind of like luck. Right, so tell us about the experience. So I learned how to fly fish today and, well, I didn't know how to fly fish before, so I learned how to cast and I'm, I was told I was fairly natural at casting by <laughs> dad and the guide. I don't think I said natural. Natural, you said natural. I said I said you've been, you've been fishing your whole life. So you're no, you also said, oh my gosh, you're a natural I'm so catch. tired of your ego. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, did we see any fish today? We did see fish Tell today. Tell me about that. Um, so, they, some of them were attacking, and they they did a dolphin jump right out of the water. Yeah, they jumped right over your your fishing, um, I want to say lure, but I should say fly, over your fly, because you were fly fishing. And uh, it was really fun to see. And so, they, some of that, we learned more... We learned more today by not catching fish than we would have catching fish. Although I really, really, really wanted to catch fish. I hate not catching fish. Same. But I'm glad I learned it. I also don't know why I bought a fishing license. I didn't touch the fishing license. My hope was that you were going to catch the fish. So the fact we got skunked, I'm I'm actually going to blame you. No, you're not left. No? No? There's a deer right there. Oh, look, a deer. Yeah, so we're driving. Where is he? I can't see him. Oh, there he is. Hello, Bob. Hi. Oh yeah, me too. So we're, we're driving home from our fishing trip right now, and uh, one of the fun things about about this area is there are deer everywhere. They call them the town rats because there's so many of them. Zoe, what do you, how many deer have we spotted so far? The for the ones we've counted, thirty-two. Thirty-two deer so far, including babies. Yeah. Yeah. They were super cute. Yeah. All right, and we also learned. Uh, what else did we learned today? What else did we learn today? You give a buff to someone and they give you t-shirts? <laughs> Let's leave it there. Perfect. Alrighty. Alright, bye-bye. Bye. So, that's it. You've listened to a bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. Hey, big fat thanks to the state of Washington for being so cool. Big fat thanks to Met How Fishing Adventures. Big fat thanks to everybody we hung out with in Washington. And, uh, I think our normal schedule is coming back here soon, so stay tuned for more episodes of the Fish Nerds Podcast. Make sure you subscribe everywhere you can. And until next time, follow the code of the Fish Nerds. Spawn early. Spawn often. Never trust a free lunch with strings attached. And swim against the current every chance you get. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, Fish Nerds. Fish Nerds, Fish Nerds, it's a podcast, just for the halibut, fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, Fish Nerds, Fish Nerds, Fish Nerds, it's a podcast.